Good morning. Welcome to worship on this second Sunday of Advent. A warm welcome to guests in our midst this morning, especially Elaine Moore and the team from Crossreach as they come to receive our Christmas gifts this morning. A special welcome to those joining us online. You are most welcome wherever you are. A fresh start from an old root, a new shoot from an old trunk, a spoken hope from the silence of heaven. May we gather round that which enlivens our longing, that breathes into incarnation and sets free the word of life in this season, for this time and our now. Let us worship God, to sing to God's glory and praise. In 281, people look east. Lighting of uh, Advent candles. The Turish family will light our candles. At the end, we have the congregational response, and then we sing verse 2 of the Candle of Hope.
The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. God sent his messenger, a man called John, who came to tell people about the light, so that all could hear the message and believe. The serving God, we thank you for the witness of John the Baptist. Help us to be open to the changing power of your love and to be true witnesses to the power of Jesus in our lives. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Gary, why are we not singing away in a manger this year for a, for a, for a candle song? Changed it up. They know this a bit, you know, they'll say. Let us come before God in prayer. Let us pray. God of impossible possibilities, this of all seasons is a time for hopeful waiting and the dreaming of extravagant dreams. We look forward in these long, dark winter nights to the coming of the light. We look forward in the days of barren emptiness to the excitement of new birth. Living as we do and as the prophet did in a time of uncertainty and chaos, we can allow ourselves a moment or two to dream with him of a peaceable kingdom where the powerful ones are gentle and the vulnerable completely safe. God of fanciful visions and grounded reality, we know that such a word can never literally be, but perhaps imagining it will spur us on 
to make some changes to the way we live in this one. Forgive us. Forgive us not for our use of the world's resources, but our careless disregard for the needs of future generations. Forgive us not for wanting to protect our children, but for our part in creating the dangers that deny them the freedom we enjoy. Our God, we wait eagerly to see a fresh, new shoot spring up from the stump of all that is dead and decaying in our lives, our church, our world. We are less keen on letting you wield the axe that will get rid of all the old dead wood and clear way for growth. When we're fixated in the way it's always been or the way that we want it, Lord, forgive us. As we prepare to welcome the promised one who will rule with wisdom and fairness prepare as we pray for the changes you will need to make in us if we are to be citizens of God's new kingdom of harmony and peace. For those who really desire to be that change, O oh God, let them join in the words that Jesus taught us with the church around the world saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I'm delighted again to welcome back Crossreach, which is a social care provider of the Church of Scotland, providing vital services to some of the most vulnerable people in our communities. In the project we support, offer visitors support and advice services at Perth Prison and Visitor Centre Family Hub at Colmont. And it's vital that families of prisoners don't become the forgotten people. The imprisonment of a loved one is a huge effect on the family who's left at home. And indeed keeping prisoners in touch with family is a vital aspect of minimising reoffending. It's a tremendous area of work that you do in something that our Lord has commended us to do. So Elaine, on behalf of the congregation, please accept our gifts and a big thank you to everyone in the congregation who again has uh, had a tremendous response and supported the work of Crossreach. So thank you to the congregation. But Elaine, please accept these on um, behalf of Crossreach to support the vital work that you do. And uh, I now invite Elaine and Moran to come forward and say a few words. Thank you. 
God of life, we give you thanks for the work of Crossreach and the hope they bring for so many. Bless these gifts that they may allow love to be shared and hope to be seen this Christmas and beyond. So be it. Amen. The information's food bank collection continues on a Tuesday at 7, uh, 10 to 12 and 7 to 8 p.m. at the West Halls in Main Street. Please support that. If you are able, the Kirk Posty again this year for St. Vincent's Hospice, uh, 30 pence a card. The post office will be at the West Halls from a week on Monday, from Monday the 12th to Thursday the 15th, 10 to 12 and 7 to 8 each day, or at the, the back of the church next Sunday. You can bring that along the cards in. They'll be delivered to and Crossley in Brookfield by the 19th of December. So support that if you're able. Life and work is ready at the back of the church for collection. The record, ideally with the printer, but the record will be available next Sunday for collection. This evening at 7pm we have a reflective a Christmas service to remember those who are no longer with us this Christmas, so 
If you wish to come along tonight, you'll be most welcome. It's a short, reflective service, and then there'll be tea and coffee served in the halls afterwards. And this Thursday evening is our Christmas Tear Fund concert. Um, only a few throughout Scotland have said we're having one here this year. It's a really good concert, so please, if you're free, Thursday evening, doors open at 7, concert starts at 7.30, £8, and all um, proceeds go to support the work of Tear Fund across the world. So come along and support that. Tickets will be available after the service, or you can buy online or on the evening. They'll be uh, by cash or card in the evening at the door. Please come along and encourage any friends or neighbours to come along to that as well. That's all our intimations. Please keep the life and work of the church in your prayers. Scripture will be read by Helen Dunn. Let's listen. Reading at chapter 11 from verses 1 to 10. Isaiah 11. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. The spirit of counsel and of power. The spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes, or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions to the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nation will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. The choir will now sing the anthem.
334 on Jordan's Bank, the Baptist cry.
Let us pray. Spirit, open our eyes to your signs. Open our hearts to your message. May we lift our eyes and find your hope this Advent. So be it. Amen. We all love a story of transformation. And Christmas movies are full of them. At this time of Advent, one of my favourite Christmas movies is A Christmas Carol. Not because I'm Ebenezer Scrooge. The Scrooge is a cold-hearted miser who hates the holiday Christmas and happiness. Maybe I am like Scrooge. But then he's confronted with the reality of how he is. He sees his missed youth his current cruelties and his pending fate. And something inside of him awakens and his heart softens. Transformation means we go beyond our normal form. It's not only a visible change we experience, it's something deeper something more profound. You might call it a spiritual change. It's certainly a change of attitude, a change of approach and outlook on life. And Advent gives us the opportunity not only to pause and reflect, it gives us the opportunity to think to think through faith about the kind of world we want to live in. God promises a deep, fundamental change in social relations, in the way our world is meant to be. Rooted in God's promise to us is the gift of inspiration and determination not to accept the world the way it is. We need to see and strive for the world to be a different, better place. A world where loneliness is addressed. A world where people with poor health, physical and mental are not only cared for, but are accepted. A world where the inequalities caused by poverty are balanced out. A world where education is not seen as a privilege, but as a right. A world where the least and the lost are no longer overlooked or seen as unworthy. The first reading, the prophet Isaiah talks about one who is coming. It can only be Jesus who will be inspired by God's Spirit 
someone whose wisdom is informed by understanding, someone whose common sense is emboldened by determination, someone whose knowledge is illuminated by respect for God. Someone who will judge not by the appearance or hearsay, but by what God has shown is right and fair. To love our neighbour as ourselves. This king that is to come will be dressed with righteousness and faithfulness. And in his kingdom, the predator and the prey will be at ease and peace with each other. And the gentlest children will lead them and play with them and come to no harm. Every time I read the prophet Isaiah, normally at Advent, I'm reminded that it's sometimes called the fifth gospel because it clearly echoes Jesus in his ministry and teaching. Isaiah talks about a king who will come and a kingdom that will spread universally across humanity and its world as the waters cover the sea. There's something universal in the manifesto of Isaiah. And it seems to me to be extraordinary that in a country we now know as Israel-Palestine, a prophet had such imagination and vision who could see beyond the narrow confines of a crumbling society towards something bigger, something grander, something all-embracing. And what is positive, affirming, encouraging is this great new vision comes when it's least expected. This transformation of the rotten, weary, jaded world comes not from a starburst or an explosion or even a revolution. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Jesse, the father of David, Israel's greatest king, founded a dynasty that by the time of Isaiah had run its course. It had been ended by the Babylonians, humiliated by the Assyrians. It was a time of despair and resignation. The children of Israel felt it was over. And then God's Spirit comes. God's life-giving, future-creating, despair-ending, world-transforming Spirit comes. And from the stump of the cut-down tree, a little shoot emerges. The deep root of God's presence 
has not been severed or poisoned. It's still there. And it will grow out of what seems dead and irrelevant. This is an image for our world today. Fearing political calamity, economic disaster, social collapse were warned of. This is an image for the church today. Feeling isolated and vulnerable and edged out. This is an image for those of you today who are feeling weary, taken for granted, and hurting. The road to transformation takes us past this stump of an ancient tree, which no one looked at twice. But look again. For a new shoot grows. And that shoot can transform the world. Because that shoot is Jesus. On the road to transformation, in this season of Advent, Beside a font fit for baptism and a table fit to be set with bread and wine. We will not despair though the world is turning upside down. We will not despair though the hearts are real. We will not despair though walls may be built. We will not despair though the light is flickering. We will not despair because hope will come. We will not despair because truth will triumph. John the Baptist, in an equally bleak time in history of the world, called from the desert to his people to tell them to repent, to turn around for the kingdom of heaven as it is at hand. And using this image of the harvest, John tells of the old, done with, dried out, protective coating of the chaff being burned away, so that the wheat, the seed, the nourishment, the promise of God's eternal love in Jesus might be brought to light. The husk of despair and fear and prejudice will be removed. And the kernel of God's transforming, inclusive, hospitable love will be laid bare. And the world and its people will be changed. Step by step along the road to transformation. It will be a time of reconciliation. It will be a time of mercy. It will be a time of new possibilities. On the road 
to transformation. We're heading to new growth, a new beginning, a new hope. The hope that leads to action, overturning old assumptions and sad cynicism and encouraging us to live out loud in our faith. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forevermore, world without end. Amen. Thy kingdom come on bended knee,
respond to God's word in the giving of our offering. The offering will now be uplifted. Let us pray. Creator God, source of life and love, hope and peace, you have given us life. We gave our lives to you. You have surrendered us with love, drawing us to love you in return. When all seems dark and hopeless, you give us a beautiful vision of our world and all its creatures living in perfect harmony. As we bring you these token gifts of money, we commit ourselves to living, loving, hoping and working for peace in Jesus' name. God of righteousness and justice, we give thanks for the high standards the Bible expects of people in power, even if as people of the word, we've failed more often than we have succeeded in living up to them. Amidst all the opportunities that are for politicians to indulge their appetite for power, for businesses to grow rich at the expense of the poor, 
for religious leaders to exploit the trust that is placed in them. We give thanks for people of integrity in all these walks of life. Living God, we pray for the people who are always Jesus' chief concern. The little ones who need protected and whose trust may never be abused. We pray for adults living with the scars of abuse or neglect. For children forced to grow up too soon. For those who may not get the chance to grow up at all. We pray for those whose lives and whose hopes have been cut short by war. For homes and churches split by conflict. For victims of injustice. Those accused of crimes they have not committed. While others escape unpunished. Because they have money and influence. We await the coming of the just judge, the compassionate king, the prince of peace. May we not rest until this world is as close as it is possible to be the peaceable kingdom of which the prophet dreamed and that Jesus was born, lived and died to establish here on earth. In a moment of silence, we bring before you those issues or peoples that are close to our hearts at this time. Hear our prayers, those spoken and those only spoken quietly in our own hearts and minds, which we lay in your throne of grace. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen. Following our final hymns of benediction, we then sing the threefold Amen and praise God from whom all blessings flow as the Bible leaves the sanctuary. Our final hymn. Hills of the North rejoice.
vision be a companion. May we find new life everywhere. May we speak into the silence and trust the one who is bringing new hope to all. And as we go, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with you all forevermore.